So another Friday is upon us, but outside of our normal fun chatter, we're going to have to get just a little bit serious today. From the Vault 319 recorded room, this is the Tweakle Podcast. Hey, Nikki, bring me that intro. going on everybody it's jake alexander the voice in the void the lone wolf your favorite host with a list happy friday to you how the hell are you i hope you are all doing well i am doing well even though i've been a little under the weather the last few days but i am still doing good i feel i feel a lot better on this friday <laughs> wednesday and thursday i was not but i feel good on, on this friday uh and happy opening day to everybody uh, around the country all you baseball fans it was in in fact opening day yesterday on thursday and uh my tigers lost which I kind of figured my, my Tigers are going to be trash this year, but it is what it is. <laughs> and I hope they're not, not completely horrible, but yeah, they're going to be bad this year. They're in a rebuild, but uh, you, all you baseball fans like myself. Yeah, it was opening day. So uh, it's been a good week. It's been a good week so far. A little bit, little bit of rain, a little bit of cold, but uh, it's starting to warm up. Spring is actually here folks. Uh, we're out of the winter. Hopefully <laughs> you're doing okay. You didn't get snowed in with all that crazy snow out on the West coast, but, um, yeah, around the Midwest is okay, but you know I'm praying for all you folks out there that, that's having to deal with a hell of a lot of snow. Now you understand what we have to go through for six and seven, eight months of <laughs> out of the year. Uh, but other than that, I like I said, I hope you are doing well. I am. Uh, today's show is going to be a slightly more serious than usual. Normally, we just have fun on the Tweakle Podcast. We talk about all the nerdy stuff. Uh, in the news, we are going to talk about everything relevant to the nerd world over the past week, all the really big things. Um, but I do want to touch on the Jonathan Majors situation with his arrest. And I want to d go back and double down on talking about this TikTok ban because that bill, uh, the Restrict Act that they are trying to pass through uh, the, the Senate and the House of Representatives and get signed by uh, President Biden. It's a lot worse than uh, most of us think. And I just want to touch on some other things that I found out after act actually sitting and reading through the whole thing. You can read it. Welcome to the age of information. You can get whatever you one on the internet uh but besides that um we're just gonna roll through this show get to the last call and get to the weekend so let's get right into it so let's start the news off talking about a story that broke just last night and actually i won't even say last night i'll say super early this morning um e3 the electronic entertainment expo for 2023 has been officially canceled altogether now, this comes after many big names like Nintendo, Sony, uh, Ubisoft, and Sega. They declared that they would not attend this year. Um, this is the second year in a row it's been canceled. It was canceled last year in 2022. And it comes less than a year after they announced that they would actually return for 2023. Uh, even I reported after they announced that, they were, that it would return this year. And I was happy to see it return. But... I guess they changed their minds with all these big names walking out of the door. There has been no word from the ESA head if it will return at all. Now, me, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting that it it won't. 
that it will it, that it's not going to return um game makers all these uh, all these companies that make video games and the electronics and all these things that usually show up to the uh show up to e3 they can hold their own showcases instead of going to e3 they can do it online they don't have to pay for their crew and all these other people to travel they can do it at a lower cost than uh going all the way to e3 uh which is uh which would be in los angeles this year if they actually had it so you can mark my words and if i'm wrong i'll say you i'm wrong but i think i'm right e3 has seen its last year i don't think it's ever going to return um Jonathan Majors, uh, star of Ant-Man, uh, Quantumania as Kang, as Kang and in Creed 3. Um, he has been arrested on uh, charges of some domestic violence, but uh, I'm not going to get very much into talking about that right now. We're going to dive into that all into the next segment. And believe me, you want to stick around to, to hear this segment, especially if you're a man. Um, Netflix has announced that Scott Pilgrim vs. The World will get the anime treatment. So the famed comic turned movie will indeed become an anime in the very near future for the streaming giant. Um, it had been rumored for a long time uh, that they were going to do this, but they haven't had any news until now. Um, it's the, uh, at best the, um, you can just ex you can expect this to be something like the comic, and it's, I think it's going to be really good. The best part about this to me is that the entire film cast that was in it, like Michael Sarah and um, I'm losing a couple of other people's names, but yeah, like Michael Sarah, that entire cast from the film, they're returning to voice their respective characters for the anime. So, the, and they also say that the story will not be a retelling of the movie, but it will be a, a separate story that expands on the universe. So I'm thinking they're going to adapt some of the uh, other, uh, uh, some other stories from the comic into this one. I got two words for you. Yes, please. I love Scott Pilgrim versus the world in the comic form. I love the movie. I thought the movie was spot on it's one of the best comic book movies that i have ever seen uh most people don't even know that it's a comic but it is a really good movie and i'm glad that they're getting the anime and i'm actually like i said the best part is that the entire cast will be uh voicing their respective characters so it'll be almost like watching the movie just in animated form um if you are familiar with clayface the villain from batman he's one of the longest standing villains actually in the entire batman series being introduced in batman number 40 um, or Detective Comics number 40, I should say, which is where uh, uh, he, he first appeared. Um, he, uh, it seems that that character will appear in The Batman 2 inside of the Matt Reeves universe. So the report says that Matt Reeves will include the longstanding villain in the follow-up to The Batman. Uh, the Clayface character is also getting a spinoff series of his very own uh, that will probably be on HBO Max. Um within the exact same universe so maybe he'll appear in the series first and then in the movie or vice versa we don't know yet um i did and there's really no telling which clay face they're actually going to do because there's been a few guys to actually carry the uh title of clay face the original one was uh basil carlo which was a um basically a mashup and a take on two very uh well-known horror actors when they uh, invented the uh, character of uh, boris karloff and uh, basil rathbone um and then later on the character would be uh portrayed in the comics by uh matt hagan and I'm, I'm forgetting the detective's name in the later series the black detective who uh wind up becoming clayface within that another uh, uh animated spinoff of, of batman and that character um me personally i don't want to see clayface in the matt reeves universe of the batman that version of the batman with matt reeves and robert pattinson i told you how much i love this movie i told you nine out of ten it was damn near perfect 
it is very rooted in reality it is very grounded there's very little of the uh of the shenanigans of the batman you right you know the it's very little of the fantastical element of the batman in it it's very grounded it's very similar to the uh christopher nolan series introducing clayface into this just doesn't seem like it'll fit now maybe they won't actually go the route of having this version of clayface whether it be uh basil carlo or uh matt hagan or whoever maybe this one won't be the guy who gets the chemicals spilled on him and turns into living clay who can uh at will change his body and his and his form into pretty much anything he can think of maybe they'll go the route of being some guy who uses prosthetics and uh makeup to change his appearance consistently to befuddle batman and to commit crimes the original basil carlo version of um of clayface in the comics was a serial killer uh because and i i don't know if they'll go that route again considering that we just got the riddler who they turned into a zodiac uh inspired serial killer within the matt reed universe so i don't know i don't know how they're going to do this i just don't think that the fantastical you know a full man made of clay who can change his body at will i just don't think it'll fit in this universe but i shall see we shall see now if you remember the movie collateral from 2004 it seems that collateral 2 is now in development so the 2004 neo-noir film will get a direct follow-up that will bring back star jamie fox and he will return as the la cabbie named max the original director michael mann is said to be returning as well now i wonder what this story would look like without the hitman that was played by tom cruise named vincent uh because he died at the end of the first one so uh considering he was pretty much the driving force of the first film i don't know how they would actually follow this one up but hey man I don't know. I love the movie. It uh, wound up garnering uh, Jamie Foxx's second Academy Award nomination. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how the, how the film will go, but I, I, I'm i willing to give it a shot, especially if it's Michael Mann teaming, teaming up with Jamie Foxx again. They've teamed up on a couple of other projects and they were all good. Um, Disney is announcing massive layoffs. Now, they actually announced it back in February. Nobody knew how big it would be. But now we know. So the returning CEO, Bob Iger, has, has uh, announced that there will be layoffs similar to the rival Warner Brothers as they try to uh, trim down the fat over at Disney and Disney Plus. There will be a total of 7,000 layoffs. That is a lot of people about to lose their jobs and that sucks a whole hell of a lot. Uh, what effect these layoffs will have on Star Wars and the Marvel universes and all the other things under the Disney umbrella, who knows? All I know is that is a lot of people about to lose their job and I just really hate to see that. Um, new Star Trek news uh, has been announced. So, if you are a Trekkie like me, I am a Trekkie at heart. I was, I was, I like Trek. I like Star Trek more than Star Wars. Even though I do love Star Wars, even though I said that before. Um, there will be a new Star, new Star Trek series coming. It will be titled Starfleet Academy. It's in the works, and it will be uh, will be executive produced by Alex Kurtzman. Alex Kurtzman. I always say his name wrong. Uh, the series will follow the adventures of a new class of Starfleet cadets as they come of age and uh it's basically just one of the most legendary places in the entire galaxy of star trek I, it is one of them things that they have never actually fully touched on they've touched on it here and there um going all the way back to um uh, star trek the next generation but we've never actually seen you know in detail how the starfleet academy works so that's what this that's what this is uh series is 
uh, obviously going to do. Uh, sign me up. I, I love everything Star Trek. Uh, the Star Trek Discovery is coming to an end. But um, when they announced last year, which I touched on, that they were going to uh, further expand the Star Trek universe, this is obviously one of the shows that they had up their sleeves. And I'm glad. Like I've, More Star Trek for me is never a bad thing. Um, is an iconic series getting ready to end? It looks like it. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. But it looks like it is. The show Curb Your Enthusiasm may be ending after its 12th season. So producer John Heyman suggested that the upcoming season 12 will be its last. He tweeted out, maybe you love the show. Maybe you hate the show. Maybe you don't give a shit. And he wrote this uh, in The Hollywood Reporter and in a tweet. Uh, but he said also, in any event, shooting the last scene of the last episode of the final season. That was in a tweet and it was later deleted. So if they do get canceled, this will just be the latest casualty as HBO um, is looking to, you know, it's just like every other streaming site. They're trying to cut costs and getting rid of some shows. It's just how it's going to go. And especially after they, uh, with all these other uh, streaming sites doing the exact same thing HBO was going to obviously follow suit even though they're actually one of the first to start cutting shows to cut costs uh, we're going to end the news today by talking about uh, the death of actor Paul Grant now, that might not be a familiar, a familiar name to a great many of you I know the name um, he played an Ewok in Return of the Jedi he played a goblin in uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone he also played a goblin in the film Labyrinth which is where I first heard the name all those many many moons ago um, his daughter announced that he had passed on Twitter a few days ago uh, Paul Grant was only 56 it sucks because that's just another one of the people from my childhood and from many movies that I've seen that just keeps passing away it seems that the older I get the more my heroes die right that's kind of the it's kind of the thing about life uh, that's all the news for now don't forget to follow the Instagram page for more news and more updates as they come out and as I get them to you as fast as possible I am going to take a break go get a cup of coffee and when I come back we're going to talk about taking responsibility and the Jonathan Majors arrest when I decided to do this story I assumed I was going to start stepping on people's toes but now that i am getting ready to do it and uh, speak on it i got a feeling that i i got a feeling more people are going to agree with me than even i assume so let's take a step back and draw the entire picture so you can understand where i'm going with this so just this past monday the 27th actor jonathan majors was arrested for an alleged assault now in the midst of all this a 911 call was made police arrived on the scene they arrested Jonathan Majors and he was released in the, uh, into the custody of his lawyers and, 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 and to himself. Immediately, when I say immediately, I mean hours after this arrest was announced because he was arrested on Monday. So before Tuesday even hit, immediately, the U.S. Army, who he was just in a commercial for, and I'm forgetting the other sponsor, dropped him immediately. Immediately. Without any type of evidence without any type of um, uh, proof to the accusations. They dropped him immediately said, we don't want nothing to do with him. So fast forward from that Monday to late Tuesday is a, a Jonathan Majors uh, lawyers announced, Hey, we have evidence that there was no assault. All this is completely being blown out of proportion. We have all the evidence. We will be releasing it shortly after we cross our, you know, cross our T's and dot our I's, the things of that nature. You come into Wednesday, that Tuesday, that, that was early Tuesday. You go into Wednesday, 
and the and they start to release evidence from his lawyers and we figure out that the call was not even made by the uh, the alleged assault victim the woman who he's with who some people are reporting that it's his wife some are reporting that it's just his girlfriend i don't know i'm not going to jump into this man's personal relationship i'm just talking about the arrest but the police arrested him after there was no assault and he was the one that called 911 she didn't call 911 Jonathan Majors is the one that picked up the phone and called 911 when the shouting when her when she started shouting at him she was the one that actually laid hands on him but because of how ass backwards laws are in this damn country the moment the police show up and there's a domestic dispute if there is a woman in emotional distress not physical distress emotional distress then the man is automatically arrested and carted away. Remember that part because I am definitely coming back to that later. That was Wednesday. Thursday, we get more details. We get more details saying that everybody that was there, because it was more than just those, these two people with, with inside of this incident, everybody there said she was the one that, that became belligerent, started screaming at him, threw her hands at him. He called 911. And then Thursday, that was Thursday morning, Thursday evening, we start to get text messages that she sent to him telling him she was sorry for everything that happened and that how she was explaining to the police and to the judge that, no, he never touched me. He, I was the one screaming. I was the one that hit him. I got angry because of X, Y, and Z. And if you don't believe me, I have one of the text message chains. It'll be on the Instagram page. You can go look it up. That all happened within the last four days. So here's my thoughts on the entire matter. Everybody is going to have to learn to calm the fuck down. I know that's a real strong word for me, but that is how I feel. People are going to have to start assessing facts and say the hell out of your feelings. This man's career is irreparably damaged now. Period. It does not matter that he's innocent. He is by far innocent. We know this now. Even after just a couple of days, we know he's innocent. But nobody will ever look at him the same way people were just looking at him the Friday before this incident happened. Everybody was in love with Jonathan Majors. Everybody was agreeing that even though Ant-Man may be a bomb and you may not like the movie, Jonathan Majors was a bright spot. Everybody had already said that he was so good in Lovecraft Country and just how fantastic he was in Creed 3 at the same time as Ant-Man. Now, those same exact people who were his fans are now looking at him sideways like, well, you know, just because she said he didn't doesn't mean he actually didn't. And it brings up something that Eddie Griffin, the famed comedian, has said over and over and over. There is a concerted effort to make sure that every black male that comes through Hollywood and becomes a star that he never leaves without an asterisk next to his name. Doesn't matter who it is. Bill Cosby, Eddie Griffin, uh, that one, Eddie Murphy, Charlie Murphy, Red Fox. It, it doesn't matter. Every black male that has gone through Hollywood has some sort of asterisk next to his name. And Eddie Griffin says that there is, a, there is an outright effort to make sure that black males never rise to a certain level without having that asterisk next to their name. Even Will Smith now has that asterisk next to his name. 
after God knows how many years of being clean and being seemingly just the, the nicest, most stand-up guy. One bad incident, he has an asterisk next to his name for the rest of his life. It could be big and be small, but that asterisk is still there. And like I said, people are going to have to learn to calm the fuck down and stop jumping to conclusions without learning facts. It's too much of this nonsense about trying to cancel people just because you feel like you've been insulted by some action or some word. And like I said before, Jonathan Majors, uh, his career is irreparably damaged. And the fact that the police arrested him when there was no crime committed. None. Period. She even admitted that there was nothing going on other than her screaming and him wanting to get away from the situation. So he called the police. But they still arrested him. Which brings up the question, why did you arrest him when there was no crime committed in the first place? That's not a question I can answer right now. I will keep digging into this and I'll give you more as I get more. And I'm going to take a break and when we come back. We're going to have to talk just a little bit more about this restrict act that the government is trying to pass. When the government announced that they were taking steps to ban TikTok, I knew they were on to some nonsense. And then they named it the restrict act and started passing it through Congress. And then I knew they were on that bullshit. But now that I've read it, I see that it's a lot worse than even I thought. And once you read it yourself and I am imploring you all to go and read this thing. 55 pages, take a moment and read it, stop being lazy. But once you read it, you will realize that it is worse than even we thought altogether. Once you read through this document, like I said, it's 55 to 60 pages, something like that. You will realize that it's not about banning TikTok. It's about doing something that the government has been doing consistently going back to the first Bush. It's they are ever increasing their power to control the media that we consume so that they can only spoon feed us the bullshit that they believe that we need to know instead of just letting information flow. Now, yes, government has always done this and it is we have always found some way of fighting through the veil and getting to the truth. Most often we got to the truth too late, but at least we were getting to the truth. No, this is not about banning TikTok. The Restrict Act is not about banning TikTok. It's much worse. It's about banning every single thing that they deem to be against them. I'll give you a perfect example. Once you read through this thing, you start to realize that TikTok is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, they can ban TikTok, but they can also ban YouTube. They can ban um. Spotify, they can ban <laughs> Apple Music, they can ban Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, anything that they consider to be a any type of digital medium that they consider to be detrimental to national security. So what's detrimental to national security? Well, it doesn't give you any outlines to what's detrimental to national security. If they just say it is, then it's gone. The smallest things can warrant a $1 million fine, 20 years in jail, or both. And we're not talking about to the people that run the companies. We're talking to you and to me. Just ordinary citizens. A $1 million fine, 
20 years in jail and or both. The smallest thing. And when I say the smallest thing, I'm talking about like the use of a VPN, a virtual private network security for your Internet that you get at your house that you pay for. Using those could warrant you being sent to jail for 20 years. Understand what that can do to you. This isn't about banning TikTok. This isn't about keeping you safe, which I have stated before. This isn't about keeping your children safe, because trust me, you look out into the world, they don't give a flying fuck about you and your kids. This is about the government reaching further and further down down our throats to maintain power over us. And the amount of power that they are using this restrict act to gain, it is a far overreach from the power that they used to have. And if you have any sense in your head, you will do everything possible to fight back and make sure this shit does not pass. Call your congressman, call your state senate, call everybody you can possibly call. Give yourself 10 minutes at some point during the day to make these phone calls and say, hey, knock this shit off. Thank God we have somebody like Rand Paul, who I have never actually agreed with on anything that I can remember. He's he's the first person to stand up and say, hell no, this is a bad idea. We are, I am not going to let the government, uh, reach and, and have more power over American citizens than they already have that they explicitly don't need. The idea that this restrict act could pass. And this idea of the secretary of commerce, not the FBI, not of the CIA, not anybody of national security, nobody in defense, the secretary of commerce, is the one making the cause on which of these digital mediums should be cracked down on. That should tell you something. This isn't about safety. It's about money. Pay attention, folks. The government is coming not for your guns. They're not even coming for your freedom. They're coming to turn you into a a poker chip. And the only way they can really do that is to have you in labor camps. And the fastest way to do that to put you in jail for something as small as having a VPN. I'll be right back. So, all right, my fine nerdy friends, this is the last call. It's time for us to get out of here and get to enjoying our weekend. Uh, before we get to the uh, weekend watch list, I want to apologize for uh, today's content. Yes, it was a little, it was a lot more serious than we usually go through, and it was a little bit more vulgar than even I am used to doing. But it was necessary. Um, uh, serious things like these, we do need to touch on from time to time because, as nerdy as we are, and as much as we love our movies and video games and our TV shows and streaming and the things of the like, um, there are forces out in the world looking to minimize and to just completely. Um, erase those things from our lives and we need to fight back even the smallest things can disrupt our fun so we need to be on the lookout for them Um, and if we do not then we run the risk of losing not just those but everything and that is never a good thing when we lose our freedoms and our abilities to 
uh, communicate and to be free within a country that we all work so damn hard um, to <laughs> to fix and to keep going. Uh, so I apologize, but like I said, it, it was very much necessary. Um, this week's weekend watch list, uh, it's fun. I, I got I, I scrolls a lot of fun into this week's weekend watch list. Um, we're going to celebrate um, opening day in baseball with two of my favorite baseball movies, uh, probably my number one and number two. Um, Sandlot, obviously, if you, 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 everybody has seen Sandlot at least, at least once. It's such a fun movie. And for Love of the Game, which is actually my all time favorite baseball movie starring Kevin Costner, it's just such a really heartfelt drama slash baseball movie. If you've never seen it, trust me, if you watch it, you will like it. Um, over on Prime Video, you get the debut of Nope. I don't know how long Nope has been on Prime Video. I, I'm assuming that it's just, it's just getting there this weekend. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen Nope in theaters, now is your chance to see it on Prime Video. And Top Gun Maverick, same thing. Top Gun Maverick was such, such a huge hit last year. I enjoyed the movie. I didn't think it was better than the first one because it was pretty much exactly the same thing as the first one. But hell they did a did a billion dollars so apparently i'm not the only person that thought it was pretty cool um so yeah uh top gun maverick is, is also on prime video and i have to go back and catch up with mandalorian i've missed a bit of it over the past few weeks being busy with other things that's on disney plus and perry mason <laughs> is on hbo max not the original perry mason this is not a reboot either this is a prequel to the original series it's set in 1932 los angeles Perry Mason is young and he's making his way and making a career for himself in the legal system. I, I'm one of those 80s kids that hung with their grandma and watched Perry Mason and I still have fond memories of watching it. So the fact that they threw this together, I am going to go watch this. And uh, Batman, the doom that came to Gotham, that has been out for a little bit. I haven't had a chance to watch it. I now have a chance to sit and watch it. I'm going to watch it with my kids because they like Batman just as much as their old man. And so I'm going to have fun with that animated movie. DC does fantastic animated movies. I don't see why they don't do more and make them longer. And I got a feeling that's going to be one of my critiques of this one. I got a feeling it's going to be too short for my taste. But I digress. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my whole weekend watch list. I'm going to enjoy that as much as I can. Uh, but besides that, I want you all to get out there, have fun, take care of your families, take care of yourselves, take care of your friends. Don't do any drinking and driving. Don't eat, don't do anything that to get yourself hurt. Um, just make sure you have fun without endangering yourself. Uh, it's springtime. Start getting that spring cleaning done. I mean, if if it's if you're in your area like me, it's going to be raining all weekend here, so I probably won't be outside. I'll probably be in the house getting all the spring cleaning done. Um, but besides that, it's time for us to go. For my producer Nikki Rev, we will end this episode the same way we do every episode and i mean it i don't care if it's one five ten hundred or a thousand of you god bless you all very much thank you very much for listening i appreciate it very you could be doing anything but you decide to hang with me so we shall get out of here with the same way god bless i love you and peace i'll see you next time you're listening to the tweakle podcast